You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. Hey, we're blessed to have you back. My name is Deacon Paul Trinan, and we're here at the Abbey of the Hills on site with Teresa, Heather, and... um, But not on site is our next guest, right? Yes, Elena Chuka. Elena, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I'm currently in Sioux Falls. Um, so unfortunately not joining you from the Abbey. Um, <laughs> I, I'm working in the Diocese of Sioux Falls in South Dakota. Um, grew up in the diocese. I... I'm currently the formation coordinator for a program that our diocese has called Lumen Christi, means Light of Christ. Um, and I've, yeah, I've had a missionary background. After college, I went to university at the University of South Dakota, um, which is where I encountered Focus, the Fellowship mm. of Catholic University Students. And after participating in Bible studies, attending some of the conferences, I really felt called to mission. And so I became a focused missionary. I served in La Crosse, Wisconsin for two years. And after that, moved back to South Dakota. I taught high school English for four years. And then our diocese was kind of unrolling this new diocesan vision for lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. And the more I was hearing about that, the more I was remembering how much I had come alive and felt drawn to mission. Mm. And so I started just kind of looking around to see what might be stirring up in the diocese. And Lumen Christi was just taking off at that point. So I contacted the Office of Discipleship and Evangelization, and here we are. So it's been kind of a whirlwind since last winter, I guess. Um, But it's been fun to kind of see how this program has taken off in these first months. Yeah, you mentioned that you're the Formation Coordinator for Lumen Christi. Um, Could you tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about that? Because um, isn't it unique to Sioux Falls? Yes. Um, so we just started this summer, um, and there's multiple parts to what this initiative is doing. Um, so for those in our diocese, we had done totus tuus in the summers before, and that had been pretty influential in our parishes. We'd have teams of missionaries that would travel around the diocese, and they'd generally be in a parish for about a week. Um, this summer we did something very similar with the Lumen Christi team, but what's particularly unique is that we now have year-round missionaries. Mm. So whereas before it had just been in the summer, we now have missionaries that are present in our diocese throughout the year. And Mm. so my role as the formation coordinator is to address the formation of our missionaries. So... Uh, when we're talking about formation, we're looking at the human, the intellectual, the spiritual, and the apostolic formation 
of these young people who are serving on these teams. So can I ask you this, Elena, the young people that serve on the teams, because what you're describing, what you're describing to me, uh, that that Lumen Christi kind of sounds like a diocesan, a diocesan form of focus. Am I way off there? Um, it's similar um, in that we have these teams that our focus is generally on um, cultivating small groups or Bible studies, one-on-one discipleship, but where it's different. So in focus, we have that very particular mission for college students. Yep, yep. Lumen Christi is very much going to be adaptive. Um, we can respond to the needs of the diocese and the needs of the particular parishes. And so we're, our teams are kind of traveling around um, to be able to respond to individual parish requests. Um, and so we're not limited to just one particular age group. Um, I see. So what would the so age would groups what would the age groups be that you serve or that you you can um you can um you know disciple right um so for this year we have two teams for the year round missionaries and they're primarily working with two of our catholic schools so middle school to high school primarily but they can also be, if they travel to other parishes for a day event or a weekend event, um, that's where we can see more of an age range. But then you also have, we have supervising missionaries. So there are two of us this year. I'm one of them. And we also get to kind of discern what mission we feel called to. So the formation coordinator piece is like half of what I'm doing, but I also have the other half that I got to discern and come up with a proposal for what I'd like to do. And so that's where I'm working with young adults in the Sioux Falls area. And we've defined that as 18 to 39, just because there's a lot of transitions that take place um, in that age range. And so it's really like a wide variety from elementary up through young adults for this year anyway. And that's kind of where you and Teresa have got to know each other. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, yeah. Initially, when I moved to Sioux Falls, you know, I didn't know anyone in the area. And I went down to the Chancery and everyone's like, oh, she needs to meet Elena. She needs to meet Elena. And I literally <laughs> knew nothing about you at that point. But, um, but yeah, the Holy Spirit is kind of showing, um, I don't know, he puts people together and to do mission. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we're talking about today. Um, so this group that's eighteen to twenty to thirty nine, eighteen to thirty nine, Elena, mm-hmm. it has a, it has a yep. name, right? Yes. So we have um, the abide event in Sioux Falls, and this is really kind of a dream that our bishop, Bishop DeGrude, had. He wanted to have an initiative where we could invite young adults in the area to the cathedral. Um, and where it can kind of become, I don't know, a gathering place for community, yes, but also for growth and formation and inspiration to be able to go out into our diocese, into our diocese and into our parishes, um, 
to be able to live out that diocesan vision for missionary discipleship through God's love. Um, and so, yeah, abide is the name that we landed on for that. Okay, so this is really cool. I, I just think the, the way the Holy Spirit works, and Teresa's a part of, of Abide, and you've, you're the, you can like say, half formation coordinator for Lumen Christi, mm-hmm. but half for this particular outgrowth of Lumen Christi called Abide, mm-hmm. which, which is a focus towards these folks that are in transition that kind of are, maybe would, it, would ignore it? I don't know, maybe that's too strong of a word. The church doesn't engage these 18 to 39 and I maybe would say 22 to 39 you know we're doing some things yeah. in colleges that are good but my oh my and so I've actually mm-hmm. mm, felt this here at the abbey too to, to try to try to try to look at um, some outreaches to these folks because these are my mm-hmm. these are my young adult children right and I'm going these right. are people of faith these are people that have been I hope raised pretty well but what are they supposed mm-hmm. to do now what are they supposed to do? Right. And, and I'm, I'm excited about what you're doing, and I want to learn more about mm-hmm. that. So tell me more about what, what happens at an Abide event, for, for example. Right. Um, so as you had pointed out, like this group is kind of, I don't, overlooked is maybe too strong, but there's just, yeah. there's this sense of, okay, if I went to college, I might have seen what, ministry looked like there, what mission looked like there, but what does it look like now that I'm working full-time and maybe have kids and, you know, there's just so much change in that space. So what community looks like, what mission looks like, um, there needs to be space to kind of discern that and be led through that to see examples of that. Mm-hmm. And so for Abide, that's really what we wanted to kind of facilitate was a space for that. And so um, we have these on Sunday evenings from 5.30 to 7.30. Um, we've had two so far, and we've had a speaker at each of them. And with that, we also have a meal. We have time for fellowship during that meal. We have our speaker and some time for questions for them. And then I really try to give space for discussion about either that topic or about generating ideas to carry out of that evening gathering. But we can also make it a lot more like practical, hands-on. So next month, we're not actually going to have a speaker. We're just going to kind of talk about leveraging Advent events in the parishes, um, identifying what's already in place in parishes, what might be beneficial to try to initiate in Sioux Falls. Um, So it's, again, kind of like the program as a whole, something that's hopefully going to be adaptive to the needs of this particular group. Well, it sounds exciting. I'm I'm, uh, just uh, kind of broiling over listening to you thinking, this is just beautiful. And it just must be really yeah. fulfilling and meaningful for the Holy Spirit to utilize you through Bishop DeGroote mm-hmm. towards this end, towards this loving end to these people, because it's um, mm-hmm. it could be so exponential, really, mm-hmm. so exponential. Yeah. So, and that's I just want to applaud you for doing that. What's what's your um, 
you're, what do I want to say? You're, you, the way you, maybe we'll talk this out, into this after the break, but I want to get an idea of what your template is for um, setting this up and then where you'd like to mm-hmm. see this in another year or two years down the road. Can we talk about that after the, after the break? Uh, we're speaking with Elena Chuka from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and we will be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. We appreciate all the support our eye care clinic has received over the past year. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, vision therapy services, contact lenses, and glasses. Lumen Vision is located across the street from Saints Anne and Joachim Parish in South Fargo. We accept a variety of vision and medical insurance plans. To schedule an appointment online, our website is www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. And we're coming at you live from Abbey of the Hills in Millbank, South Dakota. Yeah, and it's great to have you here. We're excited. Um, like I mentioned earlier in the show, we, we do this about every other month, every other month on a Ah, midweek kind of a thing, and um, God, we just get such wonderful guests. Today we're visiting with Elena Chuka. Elena is from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. I know we're speaking out to a lot of different dioceses and doing something I think is really cool, really, really beautiful, um, along the lines of um, the vision of, of, of the new Bishop of Sioux Falls, um, Bishop Donald DeGroote, uh, to, to, to have lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. And Elena's role in this, there's the call to her is to do that to, um, I would say, young adults, maybe even um, younger than adults, high school, middle school aged folks. But specifically, we're talking about a group called Abide this morning, which speaks to 
Catholics that are 18 to 39, well, Catholics and non-Catholics that are 18 to 39 years old. And um, so you've had, you've had Abide, how long ago was Abide birthed? How long ago did it, did right. it come into being, Elena? Um, well, Abide as Abide started in October was our first one. Um, but I think Bishop DeGrood had started kind of voicing the idea of this sometime before. Mm-hmm. And so um, this is kind of, Lumen Christi is connected with the Office, Office of Discipleship and Evangelization. And so um, Eric Gallagher, who is kind of the director of our program here, um, picked up on bishops pointing towards this desire for young adults um, to come together and to then go out in this kind of missionary discipleship idea. And so when I yeah, was kind of looking at what I wanted to do, I'm really passionate about helping people identify their gifts and then finding ways to help them do that. Like, I don't, my strength is not in putting on a bunch of events, which is why I think it's hilarious that I'm doing this. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I love those one-on-one conversations. And so when I had put together my proposal for wanting to work with young adults in the midst of, yeah, transitioning from high school or college or whatever it was, um, into parish life and into community life. Eric okay. just brought this forward. Um, and so as far as planning it goes, um, we started in October just because we were getting things started with our missionary teams first. Um, and then when that kind of slowed down, we had the space to then organize this event. So primarily it was Eric and I in conversation about what this could look like, um, setting up the format for the night, um, coordinating with the cathedral offices for when the parish hall would be open, because that's where we're hosting it, um, with the hope that Bishop DeGroote will be able to join us when he's available, um, because I know that's a desire that he has to um, be able to participate in this community and um, be enlivened by it as well. So, so okay. So we, we were talking a little bit before the break. Give us an example. You've met? Did you say two times? Yep. Yeah, Bishop was the the, the kind of the guest speaker, uh, if you would. Mm-hmm. The first <laughs> I don't know if you call the, call him the guest speaker. <laughs> bishop, <laughs> bishop. But but you have a speaker. You have a speaker. In the, in the typical yeah. format is a, a, a meal, some fellowship time, a speaker, Q&A, and then some discussion yep. about that afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Is this all, first of all, just organizationally, is this all Elena? Or do you kind of partner with some other folks in that same age group that, are, um, that have a similar fire for um, discipleship to, to that age group of 18 to 39? Right. Um, so the first one, like I said, it was a lot of Eric and I kind of navigating that. We also put together a, um, we kind of had a meeting of the minds 
um, before we even got started to just kind of talk through what the need might be. So ideas for speakers, ideas for the format. Um, and so that gathering, we invited um, priests from the Sioux Falls area. We invited, um, if there were DREs that are working with young adults, anyone that was really working with young adults or that has been already kind of leading some kind of young adult mission here in the area. We invited them to be able to meet and just kind of brainstorm what this could look like um, based on the kind of vision that we had for it. And so that was really helpful just to kind of talk through what some of the needs might be. Um, And then that first meeting, we gave them some time to just pray after Bishop spoke um, and to come back and just share some ideas for, again, where they might feel called to mission. And I had contact forms after that first meeting where people could write down ideas for future speakers or um, if they had any feedback or ideas for what they'd like this to look like or things they might need to learn, whether that's leading a small group or how do you start some initiative in your parish. Um, so we really, yeah, wanted this to be adaptive. And then after that, I did leave space on that too to see if anyone would be interested in helping plan future events um, because I definitely don't want it to just be an Elena initiative. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Christy in general, we're trying to be very aware of that. Even with our traveling missionaries, we don't want them starting a bunch of events and things that if they leave will then die out. Because that seems to be, especially with young adults, where there's so much transition and moving and all of this. Um, that seems to be a trend. Is that something will get started and then the person running it leaves and then it stops happening. So I wanted to kind of identify some people who might want to take more leadership in this so that regardless of whether I'm so called to do this next year, um, the program or the, shouldn't say program, the gathering itself could continue. Um, yeah. So that's really interesting that you just said program and then you backed away from that word program. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I think I think sometimes program programs are kind of, they come and go. And, and, right. and you're, you're trying to stress stress a, a sustainability of this mm-hmm. of this gathering, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of the idea with it too is that we understand that maybe this month you connect with the speaker or the topic, and next month you can't. Um, we don't want this to feel like you have to come every month or like don't come at all. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. this is definitely not programmatic. Um, we want it to be adaptive to what the actual needs are and what the actual desires are so that it can be something that is inspiring and life-giving and, yeah, really give people the space to kind of concretize some of their desires and ideas for mission so that they can go out and actually feel equipped to do it. Cool. So we've only got a few more minutes left. we'd be remiss as hosts not to uh, ask you as the leader of Abide, Elena, how do people get involved? 
Yeah. So we have a young adult page on the Sioux Falls Catholic Diocese website now. So it's sfcatholic.org slash young adults. And there's a sign up there um, if you would like to get updates. Um, we'll also put the future event date up there. Um, our next one is December 5th, um, and those are hosted at the Cathedral Parish Hall starting at 5.30. Um, so always welcome for that. Um, and then, yeah, we would be happy to reach out um, as well. So if anyone wanted to contact me, um, my email address is a C-U-K-A at Okay, say that one for us one more time because sometimes people are like, oh, wait, wait, she's, she's giving her, her yep. email address. <laughs> yep. Sure, sure, sure. So it's A-C-U-K-A at sfcatholic.org. And would that be also on the young adult um, um, webpage or, or, or page on the website for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, would that email be there? They do have the Office of Discipleship phone number and an email address there, so that can always get looped to me. Okay, yep. cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Elena. Yeah, yeah. thank you for having me. Any final thoughts or any other things you'd like folks to know about Abide or about Lumen Christi? Yeah, if you're curious about Lumen Christi, we do have a website for that, too. Um, so, again, sfcatholic.org backslash Lumen Christi. Um, and that site has information about what we're doing. If you work at a parish and would like to request a team, there's information about doing that. And then there's also space. Um, if this sounds like an initiative that you'd like to support, we have space for prayer financial support that we would love to hear from you there too so sweet 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 so again we've just been welcoming elena chuka onto uh the wonderful air airwaves of catholic radio and and just beautiful what she's doing we're grateful for your initiative and you're following on on your bishop but following the holy spirit all right hang with us um, after the break, we're going to talk more about young adult discipleship. With Cody Fisher. Thanks again, Elena.